Hi guys, welcome to God's Reporter Podcast. I'm your host, David Fry, and today we have a special treat for you today. But as always, let's start out with a prayer. Father God, I love you, and I thank you for today. I thank you for another opportunity to come and share your word with others, Lord. I pray for my listeners. I pray that you will help them with their struggles or sickness or whatever they may need, Lord. I pray this in your precious name. Amen. Today, I've got our first special guest. One of the most Christian ladies I know, my mother, Miss Peggy Fry. Welcome. Welcome, Mom. Well, thank you, David. I've been looking forward to doing this. i just praying that my voice holds up. Oh, you're doing pretty good so far. So tell me what God has done in your life. Well, I, he's done so much that I had to sit down and think of which one I wanted to share with y'all today because I've got so many and I hope that you ask me back so I can share some of the other ones because in my 75 years, God has been amazing to me. But the one I want to talk to you today about is faith over fear. And I really didn't realize, I always thought I had enough faith for anything. But this caused me to go into a deep fear. My journey started on June the 9th, 2021. I'd had x-rays done that March. Nothing showed up. It was just a regular checkup. Well, on June the 9th, I went to the clinic that day because I was sick and they did an x-ray. I went to the hospital that night. They did more x-rays. Nothing was said. So I had went for a checkup in August and it was so hot and they had, everybody was having to wear their mask. And I literally had the worst coughing spell that I've ever had. And you know, at that time with the COVID, everybody was looking at you like, okay, you've got the COVID and they want to get away from you. So they carried me to the back and they started going to the x-ray. And I told her, I said, I can't do it today. I'm out of breath. I'm tired. I can't hold my hands over my head. So they went on back. Well, my little nurse practitioner came in. So she went back and looked at the x-rays. There was nothing showing in March. But the x-ray in June was showing spot, a spot on my lung. So she decided we would wait about a month. And then she turned me over to the pulmonary specialist. So... Dr. McElroy came in and he talked to me and he said, we're going to have to do a biopsy. He said, that's the only way we can really know for sure. But he said, I'm going to have to do it at the hospital. You're going to have to be put under. So we go to the hospital. They don't let my husband in. He's the only one that could come. But my sister, one of my sisters, she sat in the parking lot in her car during the whole time. Well, at some point in time, I went into distress, and they had to stop. And when I came to in the hospital, when I woke up in recovery, the nurse was on one side, and my husband was on the other, and Dr. McElroy came right in. So I knew there was something wrong. But he told me, he said, well, we had to stop because of you going into distress. And he said, I didn't get enough of the lymph node. He said, but... We're going to send this off, he said, but it'll be about a week. 
my call that morning, and they said, well, you have to talk to Dr. McElroy yourself. You're coming in at 4.30. Well, about two hours later, they called me from the imaging center to set up my PET scan. So I already knew when I went in that it was cancer. So he came in and he talked to us. So he sent us over to the cancer center. And my doctor there, he said, the first time that he said, no, we're not going to do the chemo, he said, I think we're going to do it with five treatments of radiation, high-powered radiation. And I said, okay, I, I can do that because before I, I thought, I can't do this. I've got scoliosis. I've got arthritis. I can't hold my hands up over my head. But he said, I thought, I can do five. So we started, the first was like an hour of planning. That was the worst hour. I was in such pain. And they marked all over me with permanent uh, marker. And then at the same time, they took a needle and stuck in each one of my sides, put ink in, and laughed and said, that's your tattoo. So I still carry those tattoos to this day. So we go back. They put me in a saddle. Made me put my hands over my head. They tell me, do not move because the, the cancer is close to my heart. And it's really small. Okay. That sounds good. And then she says, don't cough. Okay. When somebody, David, tells you don't cough, what do you want to do? You do the you exact cough. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> so that was the, it, it was the most painful hour that I've had. So then... We come back in and start over. We start the treatment, and all of a sudden, here comes the fear. I am so panicked and fearful. I've never felt that way. Through the whole treatment, each time, I would pray, and I would sing in my head the songs that gave me comfort, but that fear was still there. And at night, when I'd go to bed, I'd have to have the door shut. I'd have to have the lights off. With the fan, it had to be dark and quiet. And that night, I couldn't do it. I had to have the door open. I had to have the television going. I had to be able to hear other people in the house. So this went on. I learned then, it, it is so, it's like I say, five treatments of this. I've learned the sound when the, when the treatments was going to be over each each machine had a different sound and when he got to the this last machine i knew i only had a few minutes left and that's what helped me get through it so bless my husband and my family knew, and my faith family my church family they took such good care of me when i'm sick you know all i want is fried chicken and chocolate cake <laughs> and my preacher's wife kept me in fried chicken and chocolate cake and I even have a friend who's to this day still checks on me. She has for two years. Every day she checks on me. And after that, I didn't sleep good. I can't, couldn't sleep. I would stay awake till 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, the television going with the door open, even taking a sleeping pill. I still couldn't sleep. I was just so fearful of going to sleep. So after a lot of months, we went to church on Easter. 
I was able to go that Easter Sunday, and that was this year. We have such a wonderful song director, music, worship singer. He, you know you're in the presence whenever your worship leader sings, cries, and his voice trembles. I can't even remember what that song was that day. But all of a sudden, I had this feeling to come over me. It touched not my heart. It touched my soul. And it was, God said, it's okay, let it go. And I did. God was touching you that day. He He was moving. People were standing up. They had their hands up in the air. They were praising Jesus out loud. We have services all the time where you're moved with the music, but this was completely different. I did not have that fear anymore, and I thought, this is what heaven's going to be like. I don't want to lose this feeling. I love that feeling. Like I say, it not only touched my heart, it touched my soul. And it was so, the girl behind me, Jordan, she reached up and touched me on the shoulder. She knew I was experiencing something. So the peace just came over me. It was just such a peace. I can't explain it. Faith can defeat fear. Satan couldn't hold its grip over me anymore. That's right. So I've been back to the doctor twice. And both times there's no cancer. Amen. I'm not lighting up the machine at all. God is good. And he is. He's wonderful. He is amazing. Well, she got cut off right at the end of that interview. But God has blessed her so much. She, As she said, she is now cancer-free. But she will be back for another interview. She has so much more to tell. And if you have anything you would like to tell, tell your or to say your testimony, you can call our podcast line at 731-474-1199. Or you can email me at godsreporter01 at gmail.com. That's G-O-D-S-R-E-P-O-R-T-E-R-0-1 at gmail.com. That testimony today has been such a blessing to me. I'm so glad I was able to get her on the podcast like I said, if you would like to do to do a testimony, it would be a blessing to others, I am sure. So join me for my next podcast. From God's Reporter, I love you, and God loves you too. Have a great day.